forward to the daredevil of the army this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org the daredevil of the army experiences as a buzzer and dispatch rider by austin patrick corcoran forward after the manner of a distinguished countryman i speak my own prologue not that i may the better explain the action of the coming piece but rather that i may tell the reason of its being i learned wrote sir john french concerning activities round mons that general longrezac was retreating on my right that at least three german corps were moving against our front and another german corps trying to turn our left wing whereupon it was decided to fall back i learned suppose he had not learned suppose that relying on french support he had stood at mons with his seventy-five thousand men and two hundred and fifty guns to face a victorious army of at least two hundred thousand suppose he had defied von kluck quite unaware that von bulow also victorious was threatening his flank suppose it and you are supposing the annihilation of the british army due to the failure of its motorcycle dispatch corps i learned information reached me the public reads the words every day never once pausing to consider what they signify the news reached me how before the eyes of the initiated rises the picture of the dispatch rider tissue paper strapped to his finger revolver strapped to his waist scurrying at his sixty odd miles an hour over a shell-shot and often enemy-infested highway the motorcycle dispatch corps belongs to that branch of the british service which is known as the signal section of the royal engineers metaphorically and very happily this branch has been named the nerves of the modern army they supply the channels through which the brain of the command communicates its orders to the main body block those channels disconnect the mind from any single member immediately that member becomes paralytic so to speak unable to move or at least to make its movements articulate with those of the other members now suppose this huge body extended over a surface of some fifty miles suppose it at rest as we shall see it later in our narrative when the armies had settled down to the trench deadlock an elaborate nervous system composed of some thousand of telephone cables telegraph lines wireless aerials and the hundred other minor signalling apparatus keep all its parts in intimate intercommunication radiating over the whole line 
they all issue from a single point general headquarters the seat of army authority where is the fighting most stubborn the casualties most severe the supplies most scarce the men most exhausted a quivering nerve tells the tale of the strength or weakness of each individual member and the brain issues its orders accordingly a comparatively easy matter is this maintenance of the nervous system when the armies are comparatively speaking at rest but put the great body in continuous movement as it was in the retreat from mons or in the advance after marne or in the swift sweep forward from the somme or falling back again surely but slowly as it was in the great spring drive of nineteen eighteen immediately that elaborate system of cable and aerial communication collapses more or less according to the speed of the movement and the effectiveness of enemy fire individual effort of course is exerted to keep it intact but it is a shaky system at best ever on the verge of sudden collapse and yet now above all times such a system is essential if the success of the advance or retreat is to be maintained for if the body advances a foot on one section of the line while the other foot remains in its old position at once the stability of the whole body is threatened either the first foot must be withdrawn or it must receive adequate support else it will be cut off or become paralyzed information reached me writes french concerning the battle of the aisne that the enemy had obtained a footing between the first and second army corps and threatened to cut off communications general haig was hard pressed and had no reserve in hand i placed a cavalry division at his disposal part of which he used skilfully to prolong and secure the left flank of the guards brigade some heavy fighting ensued which resulted in the enemy being driven back that information reached him through a dispatch rider for when an army is in motion or under a fierce barrage or artillery fire only individual effort will maintain communications and that is supplied mainly by the motorcycle dispatch corps deliver your dispatch at all costs these are the instructions issued to the cyclist if he fails through no fault of his own there are men to take his place five to a brigade nine to a division there is always an adequate reserve in hand if he does not return in a stated time another sets out automatically to cover the same ground that he travelled if he does return it is with evidence that he has accomplished his task there are three little dockets to every message 
one the rider leaves at his own headquarters to show he has been sent with the dispatch one he delivers and a third signed by the commander to whom he has been sent he carries back with him to prove that his duty was duly done they take no chances of failure in this service death capture accidents any may overtake him on his road but none may deter or terrify him the daredevil that is the name he earned in the early days of the war when general french credited him with the salvation of the british forces and so i introduce him to you reader the daredevil with his coadjutor equally daring the buzzer the men who supply the nerves and to use your american slang much of the nerve of the modern fighting army end of forward